You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is Views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another rousing edition of the Views from Midstream podcast. Your home for all the Carolina Panthers talk. You can possibly stand... And then a little bit more. Glad to have you guys along for yet another episode, the midweek edition, as we stand between the L to the Pittsburgh Steelers and our next matchup this Sunday against, nope, that would be Saturday, Rob. The holidays have me in a tizzy, ladies and gentlemen. I am on vacation, technically, but I love you enough that we're sitting down to do the pod even on my day off. The game is Saturday, Christmas Eve against Detroit final homestand of the regular season for the Carolina Panthers. I am Rob Brown, host of the Rob Brown show in Greenville, South Carolina, available for free weekdays, nine to noon on the Odyssey app. Although I am off until the new year. So if you go looking for me between now and then, sorry, you're going to get some incredible guest hosts, but I will return January 3rd. Joining me as always, my co-host on that show, my co-host on this show, they call him the great one. Lonzo Reitzel is here as well. And, uh, you know, so we, we try to, even when the cats make it difficult, we try to take an overall positive tone on the show. So let me get the negativity out of the way. I, uh, I have talked to since we last spoke on Monday after the L to Pittsburgh. Uh, I have spoken to a couple of folks who were at the game. And I said, you know, on, on TV, uh, and obviously TV doesn't always give you the most accurate reflection of what is happening, but on television, I said, you know, I, th- I thought Panthers fans did a pretty good job at representing in the bank. I thought Panthers did a, I thought Panther fans did a pretty good job of filling up the lower bowl. You always knew there were going to be Steeler fans in attendance, but I thought they did a pretty good job of kind of drowning them out. Uh, And I've been since told by not two, but three different Panther fans that were at the game that that was not the case, that there was actually a hefty number of Steelers fans in attendance and that at multiple times throughout the game, the let's go Steelers chant was closing in on as loud as some of the chants that Panthers fans tried to get going. And I I wanted to have Zoe a little middle-of-the-road conversation, positive and negative, about what the bank is right now with one home game left to play. And keep in mind, if we were to find a way now to win out and win the NFC South, one potential home playoff game still ahead of us. Now, 
I know that Steve Wilkes said he doesn't want anybody in the building talking about the playoffs, but I'm not in the building. So, sorry, coach. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's interesting, Lonzo. I have been to two Panthers games since I moved to the Carolinas. Uh, Both of them had a pretty decent away team following, uh, including the only home win I've been to so far, which was against the New Orleans Saints back in week three. Uh, I have heard the arguments about why it is that it's tough to get people into the bank. And one of them that I've heard is a really good one, which is, hey, it is a city of transplants, right? Charlotte is a place that has seen population growth over the years, and most of that growth obviously comes from other parts of the country. And most people who move to an NFL city, an NFL franchise-held city, are not going to drop their previous allegiance and become fans. The second element of it is that you combine that with the fact that this is a new franchise, relatively speaking, new concerning the rest of the teams in the league, especially when you look at a team like Pittsburgh that's been around for freaking ever. Uh, Not only will the people moving to Charlotte not drop their old NFL allegiance to become Panthers fans, but the folks that have been there for longer than the Panthers previously had allegiances they were going to keep those allegiances. And for at least some percentage of them, when they start having kids and those kids start hitting NFL fandom age, they are just as likely to maintain the allegiances of their parents as they would be to grow up as Panthers fans. Uh, I've got a solution for that, and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, But, Zoe, I, I, I think it is fair to say that at this point, it's becoming a bit of an issue. I, I understand that fans don't get on the field and win the games, but it doesn't make it much easier for the guys on the field when they're going out there to play in a game as big as this game was against Pittsburgh, and they're looking up and they're seeing as many Steelers fans as they are Panthers fans. All right, so I've been going to Panthers games for a couple decades now. I have been there when they had this thing that they that they haven't done in a long time, and it's a, it's called winning. Rob, there's this thing called winning when you win consistently and you like have a couple winning seasons in a row, and and then the fans go, "Hey, look, we're actually winning now. Maybe I should go watch the product." So, um, it's been a while since the Panthers can say, "Hey, we're a winning team," and the NFL is, is is different than college football. College football, there's loyalty from fans that will go to a team, go to games for a team that's losing, because it, it's you know it's it's a dip, different kind of atmosphere, and it's really more about the atmosphere than it is the game in a lot of cases. But for the NFL, it's a little more expensive. It's on a Sunday. It's cold out right now, and the team is not winning. And a lot of NFL fans, including Panther fans, are realistic enough to go, yeah, we can still win the South, but the South is horrible. And the coaching staff and the team haven't shown me consistency enough for me to take my money and go there and spend it to watch them play because there's no guarantee they're going to win, which they did not. So, I mean, 
It's it's all about winning, really. You win. If you win, they will come. I mean, really, that's that's what it comes down to. You're not wrong. Uh, you know, I know I'm not I, wrong, Rob. It sucks to, to to root for a losing team. So I have said on on my show for many, many moons now that at the end of the day, winning solves everything, right? It doesn't matter the problems your franchise has. Winning solves everything. And there's obviously a, a lot that goes into that. But how do you grow the fan base to make it more attractive, especially uh, when you get better and you start getting into bidding wars for free agents and you're, you're, you're trying to convince them that Charlotte's a place they want to go, not just because they're going to get paid a metric boatload of money, but because it's a good franchise in a good football city with a good fan base. Uh, first of all, you win. Sure. First of all, you win. It is easier. I, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was growing up, uh, when I was growing up, my family has all revolved around being fans of a particular college football team. And when we moved to Florida and I was growing up, uh, there was a particular college in the state of Florida that at the time was the dominant football team in the state of Florida. And on top of that was one of the dominant football teams in all of college football. And all of the kids around me were fans of that program. And it was easy to do that because especially as a kid, you, you're not going, you, you don't want to be a fan of a losing team because losing sucks and winning is fun. And I remember uh, my immediate family weren't, weren't huge fans of that college. They weren't huge college football fans, but uh, I remember the older I got finding myself more and more becoming a fan of this particular university, primarily because it was the cool thing to do. They were the good team. They were winning the trophies. It was the cool thing to do. Uh, winning was a big chunk of that. But making yourself popular, ingraining yourself into the community was a big part of it as well. And I, th I think the Panthers do. And I, and for the record, I do not live in Charlotte. Uh, I visit Charlotte six, seven times a year for different reasons. I see the billboards and all that. I think from what I understand, the Panthers do a pretty decent job of, of putting themselves out in the community. But, you know, the, the wine and cheese fans that show up at games on, on Sundays like they did this past Sunday and aren't really involved, they're really there for the social aspect. How do you kind of grow to where you start to get the reputation? For instance, every time the Saints are on national TV, there's all this talk about how the Superdome, even when teams travel well, is still one of the toughest places to play. Kansas City, Arrowhead, no matter what the, the the traveling, the away contingent is, tough place to play. Seattle, even when that team is a six or seven win team, it's constantly mentioned how much Lumen is a, a tough, difficult place to play. Um, this is one that really only gets spoken to a particular group of people. But if you have any control over it, Make sure your tickets are going to actual fans, please, from now on. Like, I'm begging you. Uh, and and this got brought up, and, and I'll say this, and then we'll get away from it, because I know it's not the most compelling topic in the world, but I do think it's important. Uh, I jumped on a Carolina message board earlier, and I saw a guy who was selling tickets to the game against Detroit. And my first thought was, this guy said he lived in Charlotte, but he couldn't make the game, and the guy said, why? And he said, 
uh, I've got a Christmas party to attend. Now, this is on Christmas Eve. Now, I understand for a lot of people, family is going to come before football. Fine. Priority straight. That's cool. Uh, first off, I would love to make it to where Carolina Panthers games become a priority for more people than they are now because I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that are like, yeah, I'd really love to go to that game, but, and there's a list of reasons, all of which you're like, "Is that, I don't know, man, like I'm a big fan. That wouldn't be a good enough reason for me not to go. But this guy said, uh, I don't care whether, I don't care who buys the tickets. I just want to get as much money as I can back for them close to face value, right? And I'm like, hey, you know, it's that kind of stuff that drives me nuts. And I know that it's not my scratch on the line. They're not my dollars to be concerned about. And it's easy to tell other people what financial decisions to make when they ain't your financials that you got to deal with. But it drives me nuts that you can have Steelers fans take over Bank of America Stadium. And the massive chunk of the reason why is because you got so many fans that have tickets that don't ultimately care whose butts are in the seats because it's a social occasion as much as it is a football game for them. I don't know that having louder and more and better fans in attendance would have made all that much of a difference. But when your defense is getting its butt whooped and it's got its butt to the line in the red zone, a loud stadium trying to throw off the communication of the offense can be a huge variable, a huge influence, a huge factor in the game. And so it's it's just one of the things we're missing right now. I got to tell you, there didn't appear to be a lot of fans, period, whether they were Pittsburgh or, or Carolina Panthers fans. Uh, from everything I was seeing, the bank was empty in a lot of areas. And, uh, I, you know, if you have season tickets and you don't want to go, I guess that's all right. But scalpers need to live too man so so you should go and buy you some cheap tickets outside the stadium and and give them guys a good christmas you should be ashamed if you didn't go uh one more thing and i'm going to talk about the impact this is going to have on the game and we'll dive more into it on friday for the game preview pod but lonzo game time temperatures on saturday at kickoff for the Lions and the Panthers, are projected to be in the low 20s with a wind chill in the mid to high teens on Saturday. Uh, it is going to be a cold weather game, ladies and gentlemen. Temps in the low 20s, high teens. Uh, I am very curious to see how bad that looks on television, to be honest with you. I wish there was a more optimistic way to put it. Like Christmas Eve, I'll tell you right now, uh, if, if, if this was going to be a nice warm weather, not warm weather, comfortable cold, right? In the, in the fifties, this is a game that I would absolutely buy six, seven tickets and bring my family to go to and celebrate Christmas Eve watching Panther football. Uh, I got a feeling the last home game of the year is not going to feel like a home game. So, so much as a neutral side game. And it might even be worse because even though they play inside, you know, Detroiters ain't scared of a frozen field. Um, I don't know, man. I, I It's going to suck if this is the last game of the year because I don't think it's going to be uh, a high note to go out on. All right, so the the positive out of this is that I, 
I don't believe Detroit fans, because there are some out there, not a lot, but there are some, I don't think they travel well because they're not used to winning either. So they're not going to, they're not going to be coming down here for this. If, if they did, uh, they'd be used to the cold. Cause you got to get in the cold to go to the stadium. You got to get in the cold to leave the stadium. And they, they probably, a lot of those guys work in the cold. So I don't think that would be a detriment to them, but I'm not worried about there being more Detroit fans than Panthers fans Saturday. I'm just worried about there being uh, fans, period. Fair enough. 